Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Really, Riley? 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 <laughs> Are you ready? This is the Really Riley Podcast. Woo! Hello, beloveds. Happy Wednesday. Hope y'all are having a great week. Ay, ay, ay. It's been a doozy of a last, I don't even know what four days is, how many hours it is. You should say 40, 72 hours, whatever. Hi, welcome back to Really Riley, my spot, my little corner in the world where I always like to talk about things going on. Um, I got to thinking the other day about this podcast and like why I started it. I can't believe it's been like almost five years ago that I started Really Riley. Um, and the name does say it all. It was like I was in a space on the air that I just sort of felt like I couldn't connect the way that I wanted to with our audience. And it was a wide audience, you know, like millions of people. And I just wanted to really just say some of the things that I wanted to say. And like, I wasn't sure necessarily if there was a window for that, albeit because, you know, I can be serious as hell and I wanted to do what was best for the show and everybody. And I was also the newest member of the show and all the things like that. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to start a podcast. And it was like, you know, a new venture and doing something that I was sitting outside of my box with because I didn't know how to do a podcast. You know, what's funny is that people always ask me too, like, oh, well, how can I start a good podcast? And I couldn't tell you. <laughs> well, that's not true. Like I always say like, speak from your heart and speak what you know, no matter what that is. Or explore what you don't know, ask questions and all those things because it's very different um, podcasting than obviously being on the air because you wouldn't have 20 minutes to talk about something unless it was something very catastrophic or tragic, whatever. I just um, started thinking about what it is to sacrifice for things for your career. And I didn't necessarily think that this podcast is sacrificing because it's not it's like my outlet and another way for me to connect with you guys but there have been times where I'm like I just want to go downstairs and veg out to Real Housewives and not do anything but I appreciate so much that you guys come back to listen to this little corner of the world that I'm not going to just be like me I don't feel like doing it because that's just not how I operate but then going further into that thought I was like I don't operate from a place of no. And I've actually done podcasts about this, like coming from a place of yes and, you know, all of these different things. And I can't coin that phrase. That was Bethany Frankel, but I like it, you know, like most of the time it's like, if I can, I will, but then sometimes I can't and I do it anyway. Sometimes that's not great. And that got my wheels spinning about, you know, sacrifice for your career and the things that you are passionate about and drive you and like what happens when it coincides with time you should be with your family and your husband or your relationships or your friends and whatever. And I remember a long ass time ago, you know, I'll be in radio 19 years come July, which is insane that I've been doing anything for 19 years besides being alive. Um, uh, 
I one time was talking to a friend at the time. She was one of like my party friends and like we were pretty close right before I, or you know, for a while before I went into radio and she actually introduced me to my matron of honor, you know, um, my closest person in the world. And I remember one time she called me when I was going to the studio. I was like, I had to be there from like 11 a.m. to like three o'clock in the morning. And I think it was like her birthday, not her actual birthday, but it was like, you know, the Saturday night out to go drinking and all that stuff. And I was like, that was when we could stay up till five. So I'm like, okay, well, if I get off at two, I'm going to hurry on over there and, you know, hang out with everybody that's already wasted, but I'm going to be there, you know, (laughs) kind of like what I do now. I kind of couldn't, but I was going to figure out a way to do it. And she said to me, she's like, you know, do you have to, do you have to go to the studio? And I was like, well, None of this is have to. I don't have to have a career in radio. And I'm thanking God today that I had that mindset because radio is everything to me. Was, is, and always will be. It's my place where, you know, I get to do, experience so many things. But more than that, it's become part of me. And nothing in life feels real. I've said this ad nauseum. Nothing in life feels real for me until I tell you guys about it, until I talk about it in the air or whatever and social or what, you know, it sounds silly, but literally it is. It was the thing that saved me for the longest time. And when I was away from my family, my radio family, like listeners that I really do consider family, even if I haven't ever met you, became like my solace. So I think in that I got a few things wrong because I always said, whenever my mom would catch me crying in some ex-boyfriend's pit of despair that I was brokenhearted or, you know, I couldn't have family time or I couldn't experience what normalcy was in terms of, like, having friends and family as constants in my life, like, close. Like, for example, if I had an emergency (laughs) and I you know, needed help. I had to call a perfect stranger. I had to call a friend that I'd maybe known for like a year because they were close by or 911. You know, there was no one there to help me from 26 to, you know, for a very long time. Because I can't discount that like my friends that I've made throughout the years in different states and cities that I've lived in haven't been there for me. That's not what I'm saying. But that was something that I sacrificed for my career. And I wouldn't change any one day of it. But if I was to go down like a list of do's and don'ts in terms of sacrificing, which I'm going to right now, I would say that's, if I had it to do over, I myself personally would still do it because I believe that it led me to everything I have right now. My family, my sons, my husband, my house, all the things. Maybe for some people, if you're venturing into a very demanding career, like you take stock in that. You know, it's funny. I've told you guys this before, but it was just like in passing. Marshall, my husband, actually was an intern and a board op, ran the board for shows on the station on Hot 995, 10 years before I got here. And he's good at everything he does. So I'd imagine he was good at that too. But when he found out like what it would take, to make it in radio, to move somewhere every two years and bounce around in hopes that you're successful and, you know, you get that one space where you can be like the jock in the industry and be a legend in your own right for 10 years. But you had to do all this moving and, like, he was like, no, I don't want that and chose a different path. Little did he know, 10 years later, 
He'd be right back into it in his wifey. But you see what I mean? It's just something to take stock in. When you think of the good, the bad, and the ugly of the things that you're willing to sacrifice for your career or for your passion. I sacrificed a lot of relationships. Some of them, thank God. But at the time, I didn't see it that way. I mean, (laughs) I hope my husband's not listening to this, but it's like for the longest time, like 10, 12 years, there was like a one that got away. Lord have mercy, thank God he got away. And not any ill will or shade to him, but that wasn't my person. But for years, I was very resentful of the fact that I left that, not that relationship, but I left the state thinking he was going to come with me and not taking any stock into what he wanted, but it was just me and my career, and I left. And then he broke up with me and left because he, you know, wanted to stay where he was, and our relationship was rocky, la, la, la. But for the longest time, I resented that. I could have had this, and it could have been that. No, it couldn't have. We weren't good together, but whatever. Rose-colored glasses, right? But, again, if you're a person that is embarking on something of a career or a passion that's going to make you have hard choices, that's another one you want to take stock in. Like, for me, I wasn't going to stick around for any relationship. I wasn't going to, you know, give up my passion and my dream for a dude. As much as I'm a hopeless romantic, there no, that was a uh-uh. I mean, shit, the first time my ex-fiance broke up with me, I was on the email, I was texting everybody, trying to get a recommendation, and by the time he came back around and proposed again, I already had a job in Nashville. And he asked me at one point, would I ever consider staying? Even after the ring was on my finger again, I said, no, I'm going. Destiny takes a hand. But for some, that's not the choice. For some, the resentment would stay. And, you know, you wouldn't be able to find your person and wade out of that. I'm not saying stay in a bad relationship. I'm just saying food for thought. Because what if that person is great to you and you're choosing your career over them? Again, even sometimes that's the right choice. But I'm just saying do's and don'ts for what is right for you. That might be something to think about. You know, I had a very important mentor of mine tell me once and all the time, like, never stay in a situation that isn't right for you for more than two years. That sounds crazy, right? Like, if you know it's not right for you, you can stick it around for a while. Well, okay, you know, we all got mortgages to pay. We all have situations and things that keep us where we are sometimes that we don't love. But don't waste more time than you have to. And I was just like, wow, that blew me away, you know? I just think that wasted time is such a travesty. Like, I watch people so much just wasting their lives in situations, and I'm like, bruh. And I'm not their mother. (laughs) I'm mother to no one but Malin and Lyric, you know, so I just watch and whatever. But I've been really thinking about, you know, we're not promised tomorrow, given the events of what happened to my husband last week. You know, like, we had a really horrible medical scare where it could have gone very differently than it did. And I don't even like to let my mind go there and think about it. Life could have been tragically, soul-crushingly different. And it's not, thank God. But then, I, you know, I start thinking about what I want to sacrifice going forward. And I don't know that my worth 
worth blah, 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 work ethic is going to change. I don't think, think my drive is going to change. I don't think like I'm going to take less time and be with the family more. And don't come, don't at me for that. Like I am with my sons seven days a week from I get home at 1 p.m. Well, one of them's in school and one of them's napping. So really in their waking hours that aren't in school or aren't being asleep, I'm with them all but like maybe five hours a day, which is normal for a parent, right? So it's kind of like I do double duty. I go to work, I, you know, I, I get there at like 5 a.m. and then, you know, I work and then I work out and then I come home and then I'm mom. So sometimes I miss things on the weekends, but they've got their dad and Marshall, you know, so I don't think I'm going to change that, but I just think the time that I'm with them, the thoughts and the focus need to be there. And that's very hard for me. A lot of times, like we had a lady call on the show today and I love her. We were talking about this like interesting topic of like, what are you not able to brag about because people would like shame you or like you just don't feel right about bragging about it. Like one girl, she was like, she inherited a whole house and like a whole like wedding venue because like family were giving it to her. And it's like, you don't necessarily brag about that if your friends are getting married, you know, that kind of thing. And one girl called up, and I love her. She's like, Riley, you're going to get this. And I was like, okay. And she said, you know, I am a single mom of two. I'm doing the damn thing. I've got my money straight. I've got that, that, and I don't want to be married. I don't need a person. I'm cool with it. And I was like, you fucking brag about that, ma'am. Brag about it. You know, it's just like I got to thinking of that, like, like sacrifice of, what I sacrificed with my kiddo for my career. And that one stings a little bit. But I feel like for me, I'm still going. And I'm not going to change any of that because in turn, it's going to further them. Hopefully their drive and the way that they see being a go-getter and you want something, you fucking go get it. And I think I just veered off topic there for a second. ADHD, you know, but... It's become very important to me to look at what's worth it to sacrifice. And I don't always take stock of that. Like, just because I don't say no to really anything, and I don't want to change that because I always think that there's an opportunity and you never know, like, what the... I seriously have work FOMO, full real, like, opportunity FOMO because I feel like just days and times pass you by, and sometimes life leaves you. And what is your legacy going to say? I've been focusing on enjoying the fruits of my labor because that hurts when I know that there's people that I've been very close to in life that didn't. It sucks because I think about, like, in my life, I can't count on my fingers and toes anymore, the number of people that I know that passed away that, like, could have been so much more. And that sticks with me. And then when you think about sacrifice and what you do and don't want to sacrifice for a career that doesn't love you back, I love radio so much, but let's be real. If I quit tomorrow, there'd be somebody else in my chair. I mean, there would be somebody else that would probably be loved, if that's a word you want to use to describe yourself, whatever. I don't want to be narcissistic, but, you know, it's it that's the reality of it. I love connecting with listeners, but if I was off the air tomorrow, the show would go on. 
you know, your morning show that I'm currently co-host of, uh, it would go on. I ain't going nowhere. Sad note. <laughs> God, that sounded like I was quitting or something. But, you know, like my morning show in Atlanta, I loved Atlanta. And I would like to say that, you know, we were pretty beloved too. We had three three days named after us in the city, and that was such big, great things. And I still hold dear so many listeners from there that I considered friends and family, but the shows go on. And I just don't want to end up, like, regretting and missing a lot of things. Like, that's another big no, no, no. You can't, like, miss milestones. Okay, so sometimes you miss a day. Sometimes you may not be able to take your kid to that play date, which, bleh, that's, like, the bane of my existence as a mother. <laughs> but, like, you know, some of that's okay. But, like, you know, what's not okay is, like, I feel like mentally missing those things for your career. Because when that career, you know, if you lost it or if, you know, you didn't get that promotion and you spent all of those hours, which obviously I would do too, so no shame. And, you know, you missed your kid's first steps or something. Like, you're going to beat yourself up on that for the rest of your life. And it's hard when you're in the moment to think, oh, 10 years from now, I'm going to look at this and be like, Riley, what the fuck did you, like, why would you sit there, you know, and do all this stuff when five years from now you're not even going to be in that city? So it's just... Lately, I don't know if it's the weather getting colder <laughs> and, you know, like the sun's not shining like in summer and it's been rainy and I don't know, whatever. Like, I think a lot of it just really is with thinking about Marshall and, you know, the stuff that happened to him over the weekend, which I don't even know if I'm going to get into that in another podcast or whatever someday, maybe not right now. But it's twofold because it's made me want to connect with you guys more and like tell stories more and enjoy more because like I said before radio was is and will always be a part of me and I never want to not do it I'm not going to ever not do it but when I'm not on the air I need to be focused and in the moment and that's kind of hard for me, too, because I always talk to you guys on social media, and I'm not going to not do that either. I'm just, <laughs> I don't know. I sound like I'm going in circles. I guess I'm just saying in the moments that I allot time to be away from all of that and just me, Mrs. W, and Mommy, the focus needs to stay there. And I don't know if this hits you or not, but maybe one day it will when you have the choice like to decide, do you want to sacrifice things for a career, for money? And this also goes for like people too. To really think about what you're giving of yourself. Sometimes when you give those things of yourself, you don't get them back. I hope most of this made sense <laughs> of what I said. I think there's been a lot of swats. Swats? See what I mean? I'm tired, y'all. There's been a lot of thoughts swirling in my head. And I can guess tonight I'm just going to leave you with, like, as much as I sometimes am wah-wah about after the kids go down and I just want to go watch Real Housewives and not get behind a mic, I'm always glad that I did. Because it's those times that I feel like I said something meaningful to y'all. And that means everything to me. So with that, I'm going to get off my wet west soapbox and go watch Real Housewives. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. It's really Riley.